Welcome to ASME TechCast, bringing you the innovators, the innovations, and the issues that push the envelope of engineering. I'm Jeff O'Hare. In today's show, we speak with Evelyn Wang. She was recently named the head of MIT's Department of Mechanical Engineering. We talk about some of the new educational models and grand research challenges she's implementing into the curriculum and how those impact the way MECI is being taught. Of course, you know, times are evolving and um, we cannot stay stagnant in what we do. But first, Chitra Setti, Mechanical Engineering Magazine's managing editor, reports on MIT's new $1 billion College of Computing and how AI, big data, and other technologies are changing the curriculum at some of the largest colleges in the U.S. The curriculum of today needs to be transformed for the engineers of tomorrow, and we are seeing progress in that direction across the American education system. The Massachusetts Institute of Technology recently announced that it is investing $1 billion in a new college of computing. The new initiative will reshape how the college operates and makes artificial intelligence a part of its curriculum for all students, preparing them for the world of the future. This initiative represents the biggest change to the curriculum at the MIT since the 1950s. It also represents the latest way AI is changing curriculum at some of the largest computer science schools in the United States. Earlier this year, Carnegie Mellon University said that it plans to offer an undergraduate degree in artificial intelligence, possibly the first of its kind in the U.S. Another MIT initiative that shows how it is reimagining engineering education in a fundamental way across the school is its new Engineering Education Transformation, or NEAT, program. NEAT is an interdepartmental, project-centric program that fosters collaboration across departments. Students choose a sequence of interdepartmental projects, while fundamentals continue to be learned in departmentally offered subjects. They are also coached in personal and interpersonal skills, and are challenged to develop their ability to learn by themselves. The initiative aims to educate young engineers to build the new machines that will address societal needs by preparing them to work as entrepreneurs and innovators. Okay, Chitra, thank you so much for that report. Thank you, Jeff. With us now is Professor Evelyn Wang, who this summer became head of MIT's Department of Mechanical Engineering. An internationally recognized leader in phase change heat transfer on nanostructure surfaces, Professor Wang's research focuses on high-efficiency energy and water systems. Her work on solar cells that convert heat into focused beams of light was named one of MIT Technology Review's 10 Breakthrough Technologies of 2017. Her list of accolades, awards, honors, and published papers is just way too long to even begin mentioning. Professor Wang, thanks so much for joining us, and congratulations on your new position. Thanks, Jeff, for having me. All right, so let's jump into things. Prior to being named to your new role, you had served as co-chair of the Department's Strategic Planning Committee. There you helped determine priority grand challenge research areas for the school. You looked at new educational models, and you worked on ways to enhance the Institute's community and departmental operations. Have those initiatives already been decided upon, and are they in place at this point? So we just wrapped up this strategic planning at about maybe half a year ago. Um, So we're really focused on more of the implementation stage right now. 
Why did you have to address the educational models at MIT Mechanical Engineering Department in the first place? I think our department is already well known for its strength in education. Just a little I bit. I think I'd we say. have a. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that um, I think we have a really nice balance where we kind of really focus on in-depth kind of analytical skills that focus on the fundamentals, as well as balancing that with project-based learning with hands-on type experiences. And I think that combination really puts us in a great position and think about how we train our students. But of course, you know, times are evolving and um, we cannot stay stagnant in what we do. And so we still, of course, embody the motto of MIT, Men's and Manus, which is mind and hand. But I think we always need to think about how we refresh our curriculum so that we can continue to prepare our, our students in this day and age with the advent of new technologies, such as, you know, the access to all of that's available now on the web, right? And yeah. a lot of these kind of digital tools. What do you see are the fundamental, you know, the major fundamental differences between today's freshman mechanical engineers at MIT and say their counterparts maybe ten year, five years ago or 10 years ago? What are the major differences between them? I would say a lot of our students coming in as freshmen are much more prepared than probably five, ten years ago. Mm. There's a lot more offered at kind of the high school levels, such as in robotics, computer programming, that then allow them to kind of kind of address or think about problems and uh, what they already know and how they can build on that as they now are exposed to the curriculum that we offer. Can you give us a few examples of how you're doing that, of how you're, you're changing the way you teach? So I think these are still in progress, but I would say in even the last few years already, what we have done is, for example, our 2007 used to be just focused, I should say 2007 is our first kind of, is our well-known robotics competition that has existed for decades. And the focus for some time for when it started was very focused on the mechanical design of these robots. And now we have this class, which now also deals with the programming of these microprocessors so that they uh, rely on sensors to do whatever the task is for this robot competition. So there's now an integration of not just mechanical design, but also using software and programming to now kind of direct the robots for a particular tasks for the competition. And I assume those new initiatives also tie into MIT's new plans to um, develop the AI department, correct? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So we are, um, MIT just announced last week is that we will have a college of computing where certainly AI will be an important part of this. I would say that holistically, when we think about our curriculum, we have actively been thinking about the role of computing and how that has become important in terms of how we teach our students and um, kind of give them the skill sets they need so they're ready for the workforce when they graduate. So we've been actively having the discussions. We offer a class related to computing already and numerical methods in our curriculum. But I think that will be revisited in the context of the whole School of Engineering as well as now in the context of the College uh, of Computing. Well, let me ask you, with all these new types of courses being introduced, does that take away anything from the core mechanical engineering education foundation that these students need? 
certainly, as I started off with saying that, I think having this kind of uh, important kind of analytical foundational mm-hmm. knowledge of what is core to MECI is really critical. Um, and I think as we think about, of course, you know, also mechanical engineering being a very broad kind of major in terms of what they get exposed to, ranging from mechanics to dynamics to heat transfer to or thermal fluids in general, and then to design. You know, there's such a breadth already. And I would say that, you know, now computing, kind of the thinking about uh, computational thinking and how we teach that becomes an additional kind of foundational topic. So I think you, of course, cannot keep on adding because already the students have a lot mm, oh in yeah. this curriculum and the requirements for that. So I think a lot of it is now, it's a challenge for us, but thinking about what are the things that we really need to teach them um, in terms of the specific subjects. But also, we're not just teaching them just subject material, but it's a way to think, right, and a, a tack, tackle problems, not just the material itself. So I think we can kind of have that combination and with that philosophy that we kind of instill in our educational uh, model that kind of can have these foundational type subjects that are just core, but also just teaching them or helping them learn how to think and uh, tackle these problems. And that's a mix that's needed today. And that kind of leads us up to my next question. So you, you get out into industry a lot and part of your job is to discuss the different trends that are going on in engineering throughout the world. With that said, can you tell us what are some of the new skills that industry is looking for from young mechanical engineers or the roles they're looking to fill? When we talk to industry in general, what they really emphasize to us is that we need to make sure that we, we're training them well with the fundamentals because they can teach them the rest in terms of the applications, how they now can translate their knowledge at the fundamental level. So I think that's what we still need to focus on and still remains, I think, true, right? But I think still understanding kind of the, the fundamentals of kind of thermal fluids Sciences in terms of first, what is the first law? What's the second law? Thermodynamics. Those are important, and that will never change. How do you think the department in the way it educates young engineers will change, you know, by the time you move on or by the time you retire? It's a good question. I think you can imagine that we could potentially have a lot more flipped type classrooms where already we have some classes that offer that where, you know, you take a lecture before real class time with a person. And then a lot of kind of what happens in the class can be more kind of interactive and question and answer or kind of more demonstrations. So there's an opportunity where we can really facilitate enhanced, uh, enhancing kind of what is a more typical lecture-based class. We may also have artificial type, uh, yeah. this is kind of longer term, but there may be artificial type professors, right, mm-hmm. in terms of thinking about now having AI to a point where you can have uh, robots in, in some sense teach things that are maybe more kind of kind of standardized defined, yeah exactly yeah. pre uh, more defined sure. um, whereas maybe the real humans can then think about more creative elements of it that are outside of the box that are difficult for kind of um, AI based trained uh, robots to do you know since we're on education let's talk a little bit about women in stem 
Now, the breakdown of STEM undergrads in 2016 was 37% female and 63% male, but about 43% of MIT graduates are women, which I think, I think it's the second, second highest rate in the country. So are there new, are there any new types of strategies that other schools should use to attract more female engineers? I wanted to highlight that, in fact, in our undergraduate population in mechanical engineering, we're pretty much at gender parity. So we're about 50%, which Hmm. is really exciting for us, and we take great pride in this. There are a few things that I think we've done um, that we think are really important. The first is that of course, exposing kind of women to engineering doesn't start just at the college level. It comes, it starts from, you know, during their uh, learning from K through 12. And one of the things that we've offered for many years now is this program called WTP, Women Technology Program, where we allow high school students, females, to come and get exposed to what mechanical engineering is at MIT. And I think that hopefully those kinds of exposures are important for them to then kind of see that they can be excited about it and that, you know, engineering is not just for men, that, you know, they are also equally capable and that they can excel in it. All right, let's move on to the Grand Challenge research uh, initiative that you were working on. So what areas did you choose to focus on? When we think about mechanical engineering, it's very diverse. And in fact, our research is typically organized across seven collaborative disciplines. So what we define here as grand challenges, the first is design and manufacturing innovation. Um, With that, of course, we're always looking at how do we create innovative products and systems that can help us address societal challenges in in health and think about environment as well as sustainability for humanity. The second is the health of the planet and how we can ensure the health and security of our oceans as well as our environment in general. Also with that is the water and food supplies, which becomes more and more critical in this day and age. The third is the global energy sustainability as we're trying to develop new technologies to help achieve a sustainable supply and use of energy for our world and um, also reducing consciously our CO2 emissions. And finally, the last area is thinking about robotics, autonomy, and intelligent systems where we'd like to create automated and smart systems and mechanical systems for health, transportation, energy, and environment. I think what's really core to MECI is not just, of course, the AI part of it, but it's also the interface to the hardware and the robotic systems and machines that can now start to actually do the various tasks that are needed. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I greatly appreciate thank it. Thank you, Jeff. And that was Evelyn Wang, the new head of MIT's Department of Mechanical Engineering. I'm Jeff O'Hare. Thank you for listening to ASME TechCast. And make sure to check out our next episode. Mechanical Engineering Magazine's Chitra Seti will be back to speak to a few leading experts in climate change to find out some of the leading cutting-edge initiatives being used to fight that problem. Thanks again for listening.